You're listening to the PFG Vibecast. And now your host, Julie Voigt and Russell Baxter. Just when you thought it was safe, the PFG Vibecast is back once again. Hello, everyone. I'm Russell Baxter, joined by my co-founder of PFG Vibe, Julie Voigt, as we get ready to talk football with everyone once again. Um, good afternoon, Julie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing terrific. As people who follow us on Twitter at PFG Vibe and follow Julie at Julie Noted underscore PFG, and myself at Bax Football Guru, no. We have been conducting a poll um, two at a time in terms of the different divisions in the NFL and which teams we felt were the most interesting to keep an eye on this offseason. And the offseason, as we know, is in full swing. Uh, when it came to the AFC East and NFC East, we've already talked about the New England Patriots and Dallas Cowboys. When it came to the AFC North and the NFC North, we've already spoken about the Cleveland Browns and the Chicago Bears. And now we get to the AFC South and the NFC South. And the AFC South this past year was won by the Houston Texans, who became just the sixth team in NFL history to overcome an 0-3 start and win, or I should say get to the playoffs. But that wasn't the voters' choice. In fact, we got a lot of votes, more than 400 um, on this division alone. And the team that everybody wants to talk about this offseason are the Indianapolis Colts. And there's no better person to speak about the Indianapolis Colts than Julie Voigt, um, who covers the Colts for our turf football, is also a writer for Roster Guy, which is a site that specializes in the draft and the Colts. And without further ado, let's hear what you have to say about Frank Reich's team, Julie, and where they're headed this offseason. Well, the Colts pretty much find themselves in the best spot of any franchise this coming offseason. So, of course, we've reported many times, you know, as part of the media, that there is $107 salary cap. Um, Who knows what it's going to end up? But there's also nine draft picks for the Colts. And we have to leave it pretty much in the hands of Chris Ballard. He is a genius. I don't know if many people follow my writings, but I did compare him to Theo Epstein of the Chicago Cubs. And he is building that monster. And right now, he pretty much had the best rookie class of 2018. So he's got all these tools that he can use. He's not going to overlook big names. But he's not also going to go by what everyone else says. I was listening to a presser that he had at the end of the season where he said, you know what, just because the media is talking about a big name doesn't necessarily mean that he will fit with the Colts. Meaning he's not going to go for some overdramatic person. He's not going to overpay a player as well. Um, He does not want to change the dynamic of the locker room, as you know, um, all season though that Colts team just 
bonded very well. They played well together. They played well as a team, including with all the new coaches. He's got some room. He's got a lot of decisions to make, though, because there are a lot of free agents that are hitting this Colts team, like Clayton Gathers, Mike Mitchell, both of them at safety right now. Clayton, to me, he was the glue of that Colts defense and everything. I'm sorry, not defense. (laughs) Um, He was the glue. The safety spot. Yes, yes, yes. But he was that glue for pretty much not saying that other team members you know, weren't, they all came as a team, you know, under Matt Eberfluss. And I think they did a wonderful job, but I, in my opinion, you have to keep Clayton. Um, You also have a couple of wide receivers like Ryan Grant. You have um, Chester Rogers at wide receiver. That one's a little bit iffy for me um, because I know what's out there. And I brought it up in the last podcast as Golden Tate comes become available. Just I, I I know Ty Hilton needs that second man with him to team up with him. We need to look at the wide receiver. I think in free agency and leave the defense possibly with the draft. That's my opinion, of course. But this team is just going to be keep building and building and building. And as long as Ballard is playing the calls here, I think we have nothing to worry about. Well, I will, I will correct you on one thing you did say, Julie. Um, and that was the, um, I don't know how many people read my stuff. But the answer is <laughs> a lot. Okay. Well, thank you for correcting me on that. You're welcome. And listen, anybody who has followed Julie over the last six or seven months and watched her rise as a writer, um, all you have to do is look at the amount of read she gets, the amount of information she puts out um, for the, the pieces that her and I have collaborated on for PFG Vibe, the stuff she does for Roster Guy, um, the stuff she does for our turf. Um, there's a plethora of information out there coming out from you. So um, I trust Chris Ballard when it comes to being the GM of the Indianapolis Colts. I trust you when it comes to providing information for the Indianapolis Colts. Now, now that we'll, now that we're done with the Colts, we'll go yeah. from, and since we're headed South, not really, actually we're headed North these days and Julie will get into that in a little bit. Um, the NFC South and the team that has won two straight division titles for the first time in its history. And that's the new Orleans saints. And uh, you know, a team that came up one win short of the Super Bowl. Uh, amidst a lot of controversy, as you know, Julie, a team that's in a very peculiar situation going into this offseason, which you wouldn't think that for a team that's won two straight division titles. Um, But this Mm -hmm. is a team that does not have uh, a lot of salary cap room. It has some players to resign, like Mark Ingram, the running back that Mm -hmm. teamed with Alvin Kamara. And more importantly, they don't have a first-round pick. They don't have a third round pick and they don't have a fourth round pick. And I guess in some people's minds, obviously a lot of people's minds, Julie, that's incredibly interesting because what did the Colts do? How do they fend off the Atlanta Falcons? How do they fend off the Carolina Panthers? How did they fend off the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who remember walked into their building last year and beat them in week one 
And now this mm-hmm. is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers team that a lot of people are excited about because mm-hmm. they're a new head coach and Bruce Arians. Um, yes. You know, this was a division in 2017 that sent three teams to the playoffs. Last year, this past year, they only had one team with a winning record, hence the fickle nature of the National Football League. Um, what do you think the Colts are going to do? I'm sorry. What do you think the Saints are going to do this offseason uh, to fix some of their holes, Julie? Well, first of all, I know it was a horrible end to their season. We have to pick up the pieces and move on. With that being said, there are a lot of expiring contracts on this team, especially with, you know, Breeze. He's not getting any younger. I'm not saying that he's not a Hall of Famer. I'm pretty sure he would be a first ballot Hall of Famer. But we have to sit there and think we probably should start gearing up to to get ready for possibly an exit in the coming season. So we have to think about that as well. But like you said, there is not a lot of, you know, cap space for this team we have a lot of contracts I'm sorry they have a lot of contracts saying you know like you said Mark Ingram we have Craig Robertson we have Chris Banjo you know we just have to sit there and consider that we need they definitely need to sit down and think who are they going to resign I know they want they want to build and be better I think they were there last season I I know regarding everything else that had went on, um, maybe we should just, I don't know. It, it, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. And then you have reports of Des Bryant reportedly wanting to be a state. So anything can happen. Yeah, um, it, it's, it's a team that it's built itself well, um, very well in the offensive and defensive lines. Uh, their offensive line, you know, you could make the case last year, probably top three in the league in terms of efficiency. They're very balanced uh, with Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara. Um, you know, watching Drew Brees down the, the stretch, um, he didn't look like an older quarterback. He looked like a, a kind of an injured quarterback. And I don't know that for a fact, but he didn't seem like he threw the ball downfield uh, with the same philosophy. That being said, the Saints are a kind of team these days that can beat you a lot of different ways. They can be, you know, they had a, a stretch on a, with a Monday night game against Carolina and then a Sunday night game against the Steelers in which they won a 12-9 ugly back and forth, you know, brawl per se, brawl type of in the dirt type of game. And then they come back and they beat the Steelers 31-28. So their versatility is, is something that's kind of rare uh, in the league right now, you're, you, you know, for a lot of teams, you're either one kind of club or another kind of club. But, you know, you obviously brought up, you know, some key pieces, maybe not the biggest name pieces other than Mark Ingram. He's probably the biggest name out there. And you mentioned Des Bryant, who never really got on the field last year uh, with the New Orleans Saints. So it'll be interesting to see what they do in terms of creating cap space. I mean, we're still, you know, about less than three weeks away from the start of free agency, 4 p.m. Eastern time on March 13th. There's going to be some trimming of the fat, as they like to say. We're already seeing teams making uh, salary cap cuts. In fact, the Saints already made one. Kirk Coleman, um, who was a safety uh, around the league, they added him a couple of years ago. They, they, they let him go to save a little cap room. So there'll probably be some other people they have to make decisions on as well. But um, again, this is a team coming off winning a division title two years in a row for the first time ever um, in a division that's always very, very 
fascinating. And I, I, I agree with the voters. Uh, it's going to be very, very – in fact, the two teams that we see in this, in this episode are so polar mm-hmm. opposite, Julie. you got one team that's mm-hmm. got so much money to spend. They have three picks in the first two rounds, okay? And here's another mm-hmm. team that doesn't have a lot of money to spend. Mm-hmm. And they have one pick in the first four rounds. But that's the beauty of the NFL. It's, it, there's so many different ways to build. There's so many mm-hmm. different ways um, to construct your team. And uh, like I said, it's going to be fun. Uh, what will be fun next is, you know, in one of our upcoming segments, we'll wrap up this series. And we'll talk about who the voters uh, voted for in terms of the AFC West and the NFC West. But, Julie, you have some other more significant news when it comes to our podcast. Yes, so we are now being broadcasted on Apple iTunes. Um, that's a big, big deal for all of us. So, you know, you can find our podcast here on Apple iTunes. You can also find us on Spotify, on Google Podcast, on Breaker, and um, there's a couple of other two of them. But what I'm planning on doing is I will, when I tweet out this podcast you'll have all the links and i'll be sure to have it pinned that way any any um way you want to hear our podcast you can go ahead and just click whatever link that you're able to and it's exciting a bigger audience now and if you guys have any comments questions feedback we encourage it so definitely give us a follow subscribe to our podcast rate us rating on apple is big so please rate us and you know i hope you enjoy all of our next coming up episodes right yeah we have a lot of exciting things planned uh, uh over the next couple of months as you know you know free agency starts march 13th the draft is in late april and uh yeah we promise you that we're going to have a variety of people on um who know their stuff when it comes uh to the draft and free agency and evaluating talent um, in the NFL. Uh, we're very excited about what we're doing here. Um, we have a tendency here to make uh, shorter shows, but we, we feel like they have a little more oomph to them and so on. And, uh, you know, this is already our sixth podcast and we're, we're, we're basically just scratching the surface about what we want to do here. We, we kid around, Julie and I, that sometimes they're more like vibe blasts than they are vibe casts. Um, but to, uh, for the two of us, it's very important that it's about quality um, and not just, um, you know, a long show uh, filled with stuff that you may already know. Again, over the next couple of weeks, we promise that we're going to have some um, really informed guests and we hope you enjoy it. And I hope you're enjoying what you're hearing so far from the two of us. Uh, I can't thank Julie enough for the work that she's put in um, getting this together and, uh, you know, for, for those of you who enjoy football, um, you can find Julie at Julie Noted underscore PFG. You can find us at PFG Vibe, both of those um, on Twitter, me on Twitter at Bax Football Guru. But more importantly, you can find Julie's work at OurTurfFootball.com. You can find it on RosterGuy.com. Uh, you can find both of our works on ProFootballGuru.com. Um, we have a PFG Vibe page on Facebook. We have an Instagram account um, for uh, PFG Vibe. So there's a lot of different platforms. 
I've told Julie this over the last couple of months. Uh, football fans spend the season watching their teams. This is the time of the year where football fans like reading about their teams because there's so much information out there and people love to share their opinions. Um, like I said, free agency right around the corner. Um, you know, it's already the, the other day you could start naming franchise players um, and we'll see that culminate in the next week or so uh, in terms of the deadline with that. Um, it's an exciting time for the league. It, it is a league that just keeps on changing. We had seven teams last year that didn't make the playoffs from the previous year. Um, you know, as I wrote earlier, the New England Patriots are kind of the outlier when it comes to this league. Everybody else is, you know, if they're in the playoffs more than three or four years in a row, it's it's actually a novelty. So that's the fun part of the offseason. And I hope you're having fun listening to what Julie and I, Julie Boyd and I do here. So for her and the PFG Vibecast, thanks so much. And we will talk to you soon. Goodbye, everyone.